You gotta start over. I'm starting over. Um, I just... Dedicated listeners, if you will recall, I think it was our first episode of the second season was about Daria Vernon's Get Thee Off My Lawn. Was that the first? Wow. Throwback. I have no clue. I know we did an episode on it. We Oh, we sure did. Yeah. I just don't remember which one it was. I think about that book frequently. I don't think about it as frequently as I should, frankly. Um, yeah. I just like remember it. I'm like, oh, I should read that. And then I don't. So that's where I need to improve. <laughs> and then I don't. Well, listen. I – so, okay. So – I just <laughs> mm. Mm. Is it a coincidence that The Little Mermaid is now streaming? I didn't know and... it was now streaming. I yeah, I saved I th- I think it's weeks fate. ago and bought uh the I I just bought it on Amazon when it oh, was, was like it available. Bucks. It was oh, but nice. you had to pay for it. Um gotcha. but I wanted to watch it so I did. As you should. As I should. Um, so no, that's not why. However, I was looking at the calendar and International Talk Like a Pyro Day is on its way, which is, as you may know, one of my favorite holidays. And I was like, oh, shoot, I got to get on my pirate romances in preparation, some of which are historical. Yeah. However, I have a Katie Robert, like, I don't mm. think it's pirate, but it's like a vampire mermaid something or other on one on dark. Yeah, yeah, because the next book is a Selkie and something else. But yeah, I don't know what it is. I think they're kind of pirate to that one. Yeah, well, and it the... was like piratey vibes looking. Hold on, I have yeah. The... It's I think it's it's like dark. on dark seas or on dark. I think it's on dark waters. Something on dark, dark waters. waters. I have the um. Right, I thought I did. I mean, I know I have it on NetGalley. Um, hunt on dark got... waters. Hunt. Yes. And do I know what it's about? No. But it's like paranormal and it, it has a ship on it. Whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I remembered har, har. Daria Vernon has a novella. Mm-hmm. And it's a, like, it's not, she's not called a mermaid. She's called a Morgan, but like, she's a mermaid. And it's not historical because it's fantasy, but it, it it's historical vibes because he's yeah. like a, a pirate sailor. Yeah. And they decide to go, like, they're like, oh, we got to feed the Morgans so you can go be bait for them. But then he's he's singing. No, he's not cool with it, but he doesn't believe in Morgans. So he's like, Uh, so be it. I'm going to live. But his voice does to her. I bitch. Yeah. No, literally. His voice does to her what her voice does to humans. Oh. For some reason. Uno reverse. And they end up, like, on this island. And boy, does she vaporize some evil dudes with her voice. It's so violent. But also there's like, (laughs) they fuck, which I was like, how are they going to do this? And do I really understand it? No, but there's like interesting uses of breath play because she's like, I have an idea. Let's go underwater. And he's like, I cannot breathe. (laughs) And she's like, just hold your breath. Listen, um, you guys are into Michael. Phelps. It was something like ninety pages. It took me like an hour and a half or something to read, and I had the best time. Thank God. So, she also has like a clockmaker one or something. I don't know. I don't know. She, I forgot. I was yeah. like, oh, I need to check out her backlist after we read Get Thee Off My Lawn, and then I promptly forgot about it. And then I read this one and was like, wow, it wasn't just that one. I just undying mm-hmm. devotion earned. She's. I feel like, I mean, granted, I've only read one of her books, but it's kind of like the Alexandra Vasti effect of just, like, good writing. It is good <laughs> like, writing. Can, can just, like, do anything, like, sell you on anything. 
I'm just saying, if you got me with a historical romance yeah. involving swan mm. theft, and you mm. also got me with a fantasy romance mm-hmm. involving basically a a siren vicious mermaid situation, um, mm-hmm. you're checking boxes left and right, frankly. <laughs> uh, so anyway, be on the lookout for more pirate romances. Yeah, I have to start those, but I am, like, not really in the reading vibe mood right now. I'm not either. But I am listening to Lisa Rain's, um, The Highlander one. And what that's a great book. So far. What a I great know, narrator. Ne- never, right? Never cross, never cross Highlander. Highlander. Yeah. So that's, that's getting me through. But, yeah, it's, like, September 6th, and I've, like, finished my one Stacey read, reread, Sky O'Malley, and... I'm like halfway through this one. Yeah, I did a couple novellas because mm-hmm. um, I also have been slumping. So I was like, let's yeah. just do something short that I can do like in one yeah. two sittings. Well, it's like I looked back at my reading tracker from July and, and no, my God, it's September, <laughs> August, um, and it was so many rereads. <laughs> like I barely read anything new, and that's you know. I just, I don't know. I'm having a hard time, like, finding new things that are good that are in, like, audio form. Yeah, I'm having Or it's not even that. Like, yeah. I've read some good things. It's just, like, I don't know, desperate or real housewives of <laughs> New York and New Jersey are just calling my name. How the real housewives? Dude, it's so addicting. Okay, well, there's mine just is something, Formula One, so there's something you have your... <laughs> but see, mine is there's something so soothing about seeing rich people be so unhappy. I mean... Because then... It, it makes me be like, fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay in my hobble. <laughs> I mean, is there not something so soothing about watching rich men drive fast cars and be so stressed about and you're, point yeah. eight seconds after the next guy? And you're like, makes my worries look minuscule. It does. It's great. It does. It's great. I'm like, job searching. No, no, no. No. Uh, at, at least I'm not a bazillionaire who's really stressed about this car mm-hmm. going fast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I they just make some wild decisions on these shows. Yeah. And I'm just so fascinated. <laughs> and Andy Cohen <laughs> in the in the like reunions, I mean, that man, that poor man. I mean, he gets paid like 10 million a year. I mean, he's doing fine. But like, he's tested to his limits. I would I would cave and break down. <laughs> but it's it's such good TV television. I mean, I got Dana hooked on mm-hmm, Drive to Thrive, that. and she's been, like, kind of messaging me periodically mm-hmm. to keep me updated on where she is. <laughs> and the other day – so there's, like, the I, – I feel like I briefly mentioned to you, but I'm going to assume you don't remember. There was this scandal with, like uh, – uh, it was called the Force India team at the time, and, like, the guy that ran it or owned it was an Indian guy, but then all of a sudden he was, like – committing millions of dollars of fraud Hmm. and so he had to like (laughs) leave india and go hide out in england but like the government was after him and there was a lot of white collar crime happening and eventually he i don't know if he got arrested or what of new jersey exactly and then the team was owned by nobody for a while and was just run by like the the you know like a group of people like just doing their best yeah and Lance Stroll's dad, who was previously a part owner in a different team, came in and bought the team and made his son one of the drivers. Honestly, nepotism sometimes slaps. Well, he's I mean consistently performing horribly this season. 
like he came in last i think in in, not in the race but in qualifying and at this point everybody's like why is he still here because his dad owns the team that's why i mean sometimes you just have to applaud the art of not giving a single fuck (laughs) like that's so true that's so true uh yeah i just you gotta wonder like at, at some point lance has to just be like in the mirror waking up in the morning just looking at himself being like how'd i get here I mean, look, I haven't seen much from him, but the couple of, like, clips from interviews I have seen, he looks like he just does not give a shit about anything anymore. Like? I don't remember. You thought was he, he was very that? cute. You named him oh, Paolo. No. Oh, no. Did I lay my sword at the feet of a bad driver? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's the one with the... Yeah, okay. I lay my sword at... <laughs> you can tell I'm... I am a uh, hilt deep. Into Highlander romance right now. I love that book. We, uh, I'm having a great time. Fingers crossed because we haven't like officially made plans. Uh, but we yeah. did talk to Lisa Rain and she said she would definitely be interested in coming on the pod. Um, so do keep a lookout for that yes. future episode. Which again, no official plans have been made, but hopefully, oh, yeah. Cute little nepo baby, Lance. <laughs> love that for you, Paolo. Thing to me. <laughs> I made it with my tears. Oh, that's oh, fun. I can't. I can't. Oh. oh, that's like Dana's messaging me and she's like, oh my gosh, one of the like team principals, Williams is a, there's a woman in charge. Mm-hmm. Guess I'm rooting for the underdog because Williams, except for, I mean, this year they have a really fast car, but notoriously lately they've been like a garbage team mm-hmm. with garbage cars. And she's like, whoa, the the team principal is a woman looks like i'm rooting for an underdog and i had to be like i wouldn't get too attached to her uh because uh she's only there for a i don't oh, remember how many seasons you, she's but she she gets yeah yeah she she uh, gets essentially fired like they bring in somebody else i just i don't know i mean i am competitive to a to a point but like there's something i think that I would love so much about being on the worst team. Because, like, if I'm consistently, if it's, like, a consistently bad, like, everyone just expects it to be bad, like, you know? That's a great point. What am I doing? Like, I'm so sorry if you're, like, a a Baltimore Orioles fan. So sorry, people, listeners, if you are. But I have to have, at some point, I mean, these baseball players, you know, want to play baseball, unlike me. But, like, let's say if I got to the major leagues somehow, and I was like, so I'd be so comfortable on a team that's just not trying to do much. I get paid. <laughs> not like if I do well, I'm applauded. If I do poorly, it's like, ah, uh, you know, par for the course. It's big. Um, I'm but a guess, pessimist yeah. because yeah, because then anything is a pleasant surprise. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, I just. I, I mean, I was a kid on the sports team who was like, hey, coach, why don't I stay on the bench? Oh, I yeah. I think you got some players out there that would really love to play, and I'll just sit. I mean, I think I told you when I did powder puff uh, football uh, yeah. the one year, and I was in for, like, three plays, and that was as much as I wanted yeah. to be in. 
I already got body slammed to the ground in the over the course (laughs) of those three plays so like they pulled me out and I was like I am good thank you so much for this opportunity I will be wearing this super cute jersey to school to prove that I am cool yeah I like I'd be competitive with like other baseball fans but in no way shape or form would I be a competitive like ball player that's it's not quite the same because mercedes dominated for many years and is still like in the top few yeah they have not been as good this year as Mm -hmm. in previous years because you know max verstappen hasn't lost a race in 10 he just made history by winning 10 races in a row and breaking the previous record so you know but uh i was messaging my uh my brother and sister-in-law because they Mm -hmm. are the ones who got me into it during this past race and apparently my niece, <laughs> because my sister-in-law is like, there's a lot of shouting going on in this house right now. Because um, I guess they were watching with friends, too. So, like, mm. a lot of shouting going on. And apparently my niece was like, yeah, I like being a Mercedes fan because I'm not stressed. Like, they're going to come in. I mean, George Russell came in, like, fifth and Lewis yeah. was sixth or so. You know, they were kind of down a yeah. little bit because they just haven't been performing as well this year. But there was no stress. It was yeah. just, you know, they're doing fine. That's That's exactly, like... <laughs> It's when I get invested, like let's say the twins. I mean, Minnesota sports, you, you gotta you gotta know pain to be a Minnesota sports fan. Um and so like I was really invested in that. I mean that's them. being a Ferrari fan, so I, I get that. <laughs> it was like it was like taking a toll because I was like, why are these bad things happening to yeah. good people? Yeah. Um I have never been then, stressed watching sports yeah. until this past race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I mean, this year they're doing fine. Last year, the year before that, not not great. But I felt like I was like relieved of so much stress. I was like, if they win, they win. If you know they lose, that's bound to happen. So I'm like, you know, <laughs> that makes sense. I'm not surprised. <laughs> it, makes, it makes sense. Like I just, I've gotten so dejected. Like there are always gonna be injuries. Like Yankees are just gonna exist. That is quite the literally the experience of a Ferrari fan over the past few <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah. The pit stop's going to be bad. Yeah. The strategy's going to be bad. Bullpen, going to not not be – well, it's, it's never, like, it's in tandem. Like, hitting never is at the same time as, like, a good bullpen. Yeah. And then if you have good hitting, then your pitching can't save you or, like, t- like save a lead or anything. So it's just, like, get to a certain point. You're like, I can't – I can't do it. You don't have the power. Look, Carlos Sainz – Sainz – Sainz – I know how to say his name, I swear. Carlos Sainz came in third – and go him. Ferrari fans lost their goddamn mind. See? Exactly. So used to not say mediocre, but let's just say mediocre because I can't think of any other word. And then like you get you get third and you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Love that. Uh okay. I don't want to. Listen, I don't want to fight with you. And that is what I am bringing into this energy, or the energy rather that I am bringing to this chat. Hear me out. I have no idea how to rate this book because you're going to hate this so much. I got to the end of it and was very tempted to be like, fuck it, five stars. I actually have never been so disgusted by a book. Like, but also, like, it was just so repetitive. Like, it, she had the same plot, like, five times in a row. Like, she gets, she, like, 
it just happened so often and I was like I hate this so I much I listen oh I not with you hating it because yeah. I understand why you hate it I think we just have different we yeah have different I I mean things. I knew so soon that I wasn't built for it and I was like I, I have never once been I got so over the initial shock in of like it but the Dudley he didn't even get he literally got to go fuck lettuce. I mean, her name was la- 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 Lettuce. Okay, I don't but, know. but let's remember this is one of two books that focus on Sky O'Malley. And the second book, she somehow gets embroiled in a conflict between Elizabeth and Mary, Queen of Scots. That means makes I me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> what was his first name? Robert? Dudley. Yeah, it was Robert Dudley. She also had another Robert in there. I'm like, what are you doing, Bertrice? That there was, was a the real Robert. Dude. There was Robert Small and there was Robert. And I'm like, how did he just get some different names in here? I hope he was like castrated and then beheaded, honestly. Um, it just says he'd been suffering from a recurring stomach ailment and was on his way to Buxton to take the waters and never made it. I hope he died in a toilet. Like inside, like well, head first. To be fair, I mean, he probably was a garbage person. However, that was a fictional version of him. Honestly. So he didn't do that we know of i simply his name is mud i i can't i can't this is this is my history book (laughs) (laughs) this is this is my history oh he apparently marries lettuce yeah so he gets a happy ending literally he gets to go go fuck her like he was just like happy we don't know that it was happy to be clear i mean i think that he never got to be king i but he didn't die well, in the book that I read. Well, a real person, so Bertrand I don't Small care. She didn't have off. to do that. She could have just made a fake person. But everybody else was real. Sky O'Malley was not okay, real. Okay, but Elizabeth was real. But she could have just said, had a different person. She didn't have but to have she, a... Li- I mean, she had a real favorite guy. I just think that putting Elizabeth and Dudley in a book otherwise else is complete fiction makes no sense like i get people do that like i get like the I mean, queen and stuff like you know these books like other books standard too. historical romance practice yeah but they play such a huge part and like uh, such a terrible part that i'm like okay if you make him so terrible but you're not gonna kill him because he was a real person i'm like i don't understand that well not everyone has your you have to murder horrifically every villain but he didn't get anything stance. done like, he didn't even get, like, nothing was done to him. That we know of. Again, there's I a don't whole care second that, book. I'm not, what, literally, I was not told at the end of this book that I need to read another one to know what happens to him. So there's, and, like, eight books or something. Um, first of all, you first, have a great time reading those. You I can will come not. back and you can give me a book report. Because you had so will. much fun with this. Listen. <laughs> I would, like, <laughs> I am so, so close. Like, I am already, like, I... I'm in the middle of like alphabetizing all my books and I like I have them all like stacked and it's like a whole chaotic mess and um my apologies it's six books the first two are about Sky and that's about six and a half books too many the third one is about Con Con O'Malley um which I don't even know who that is I believe is isn't it her brother I don't know. Oh, or it might be uh one of her son. Well, no, I don't know. She just was having kids left and right. It's they were either, dying left and right. Either her brother or one of her um first 
So, no, because then he would have it. Must, it wouldn't. Yeah, it, must it wouldn't be, be on Allie. It must be one of Anne's. So, like, not the full brother. But yeah, the, one of the thirteen-year-old child bride. Sure, sure. Love that. The fourth one is about Sky O'Malley's magnificent daughter, Velvet. I thought you were gonna say her magnificent small tiny nipples and breasts. No, no, no. Oh, uh, mm. she got the first two books dedicated mm. to those. I think it um, requires like a separate novella. Really, Beatrice was just in love with. Recall them. her having a daughter named Velvet, but no, that's what it says. Um, the fifth one mm. is about who is this? Valentina. I recognize that name, I think, but that could also be from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. <laughs> that um, that name could definitely be from that show. Uh, well, it's not her daughter, because apparently a deathbed confession reveals that her true father might not have been Lord Bliss, but the lustful Sultan Murad of Istanbul. Hmm. Um. Can't imagine how- Oh, her aunt. Beautifully that holds up. Hmm. Her aunt, Sky O'Malley. Um. Mm. There are just more of them in the world. They're- Just creating children. Are a lot of them. And then the sixth one- is princess yasmin yeah nothing's coming who flees who is velvet's daughter and the granddaughter of sky so there you have it like i was literally like i'm in the process of getting rid of all my birchree small books like i don't even want them on my shelf like i can't first of all Welcome to Romancer TBR. Oh dear. Um, we are, <laughs> we are uh, hilt deep already in um, uh, what's it called? Sky O'Malley by Bertrice. <laughs> the name of the heroine. You know, if I could like smack my head against the wall and forget I ever read that book, like I would. Like I was, a- I've actually been like as close to traumatized from a book as like I could be. I read it as fast as I could humanly read that book. And it was still too slow because it I just do think kept there falling. were chunks in the middle that dragged for me, but I did not. The, the thing is with this one, it wasn't like the Flame and the Flower, which I thought was just flat boring. Like this one, I understand the like plot, like not line, but like I there were things I was like, oh, that's happening. Like oh, he's fucking her incestuous, like guy like okay cool that's fun uh it was terrible and i kind of wanted to die but like i was like oh i did i I didn't expect claire to just like own a brothel and then just fuck him and then never talk about it again and then it wasn't even like she just it just never popped in there like he never like he didn't even reckon with it like he didn't know who she was she just knew and then like the last time her name was ever mentioned was right after he fucked her no and so like yeah like dragged her no he dragged her through the streets and left her to a crowd of angry uh, people i i was for sure did happen because when queen elizabeth called him and was like you guys need to get the fuck out of england for a while he was like can i hear me out can i deal with that brothel mistress and she was like we don't want to hear about it which was basically code for i don't want to deal with that shit so like you do whatever you want as long as it doesn't get back to me and then he dragged her through the street so at least there the woman gets absolutely brutalized but dudley (laughs) the man can just go and fuck other women at the end that's fine cool um but like i just like there were things that were like surprising and like interesting how they were like 
like they were like oh god like a gotcha moment i was like oh i've I've been got several times um so like it to me was more interesting than the flame on the flower but it was several times over way more disgusting and like horrid (laughs) and like i don't use the word disgusting lightly like i don't think i've said a book in recent like time is like disgusting this book had just so much gratuitous disgustingness <laughs> that I was like, I can't even process well, see, it. This to me is why bodice rippers live in the same part of my brain as like horror or thriller. I think yeah. that those, there's that like, you want you, not you, but you, the yeah. reader of bodice rippers, want to experience the range in- of like, danger and horror i mean bestiality and incest is just not anywhere on the spectrum of like anything like i can't and won't well they did not go through with the bestiality and it was the villain to be clear who also didn't get anything done to him in this book in 500 pages not every villain (laughs) gets dealt with in every book though sometimes the world is not good and that's why, to me, I'm like, if you can write a fiction book, you can at least handle that. <laughs> that's not really what this was. This, to me, okay. It is a romance. Uh, but if you told me this is romantic historical fiction, I would buy that categorization equally as much. Because it, yeah. it gives me – so, like, I've never read it, and I want to be clear that I have never read it, so I can't speak on the book. But Ken Follett wrote The Pillars of the Earth, and I watched that miniseries many years ago. Mm-hmm. So do I have a, a strong memory of it? No. But there was a miniseries called The Pillars of the Earth based on the book, and Eddie Redmayne and What's-Her-Face that played Peggy Carter were in it, and mm-hmm. I ate it up. So whatever. But it was – it those two things really connected in my brain because it was, like, historical – epic fiction set in like well that was like the 12th century or something versus Mm -hmm. this was like 15th 16th century somewhere in there when it was still okay to marry a 12 year old sure sure i mean some united states you probably still can but like yikes more frowned upon sure uh and it, it it follows technically i think there is a main character it follows like this guy building this cathedral but like there's a large cast of characters and you follow Mm -hmm. them over a course of many years and there's a romance and she has this like horrible husband who's super terrible to her and they have bad sex all the time and then she has this affair with eddie redmayne and like she gets pregnant and like all these things happen and so there are like a lot of horrible things because it's like Mm -hmm. the 12th century and wherever and they're building a cathedral but then it does have a happy ending and there are like these romantic and erotic elements to it and that just felt very like, and it's classified as historical fiction. Mm-hmm. And it has that similar, like, kind of epic saga, like, story yeah. involving a lot of people carried out over the course of many years. It's like that's kind of like The Great, even. I mean, I wasn't like, have you seen The Great? Yeah, I've seen like the first season. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's like a less comedic. Catherine, yeah. I mean, the great. But even that, like, I didn't enjoy that. So, like, it's just not my cup of tea. Right. Um, and I like Elf. Like, I liked parts of the show, but it was just not, not it for me. But um, I think it, it just appeals to a, di- like, yeah. more people who are compelled to read, again, more like historical fiction yeah. or thrillers or like 
it's it's satisfying a different like adventure and danger and horror and also a lot of sex it was way dirtier than i thought it was gonna be i mean it is she is like the 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 queen of yeah. erotic romance. Um, on the one book I'm keeping of her because I like the cover. Um, on Concord, she's called the lusty New York Times bestseller. I mean it. So that that's kind of a baller move. But um, I read the back of that book and I was already <laughs> like terrified. I mean, like she I'm never gonna read some it. wild things in some of these sex scenes. Well, there's a donkey. There's like a bestiality donkey moment in the book Bianca. And I own that. And I'm like, I but but hate. is it actually a beastie? The the closest thing that came to actual bestiality to me in this one, besides them almost raping a girl with a dog, which again didn't happen and he's a bad guy, it just was supposed to happen. I will say was what after they of- after they raped and ruined several yeah. <laughs> virgins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bad thing, to be clear. It wasn't for funsies. Um there was the scene where he first Neil has sex with Constanza or whatever her name is the first time and she's like I want you to take me like that stallion just took that mare and then later like fantasizes about the horse well she had sure sure she was mentally ill um or they claimed technically because in the book she was a whore because of genetics because her mother was also a whore sure you know genetic nymphomania (laughs) yeah it's a thing (laughs) yeah this all adds up like the the when the Maria like when her mother thing I was like that was a plot twist. It was um, a plot twist because we had gotten was, conflicting stories yeah. already. Yeah, I was like, huh? So like, I think she could weave a compelling story if I was at least one percent compelled in anything else going on in the book. Like, I at least felt like she could, if she was ever like wanting to write on like a a, a nice book. I think she could be a good writer in that sense, but I like, I suspect that she would argue a nice book is not interesting, and that is okay. I want to be the most boring person if I never have to read a book like that again. Like, I mean, I I will say this for it because I wrote down things that I actually did appreciate, and the main things were I thought it was a way more interesting exploration at various points of consent and rape in and outside of marriage than the flame and the flower was or even arguably better than prisoner of my desire because that was just like rape for the sake of rape and this one you got a lot of levels to it because there was also marital rape yeah it was just so weird but so you have this exploration of consent the other thing i liked was the exploration of the relationship between sex and love because I think there were a lot. Well, that and uh, I think it took a more interesting stance on loving multiple people than a lot of romance novels. Because most you get like the one guy. Yeah, it was so watered down by the end. I was like, I can't. I but it was also was so in- down at it all. was also so insta love with him. Well, like with, with Neil at the very beginning, yeah. but by the end of that book, it had been. I just think she just, like, it just kept being, like, the same plot of she, like, finds someone, has sex with them, has to, like, gets ripped away, finds another person, has sex with them, gets ripped away, finds another person, has sex with them, gets ripped away. I don't think that's true. Another person. I mean, that's how it goes. Well, but it's not because... Some of them she has sex with against her will or and then is married. I'm talking about, like, the main ones, like, the... Well, sure, but... 
So in the case of one, yeah, 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 Khalid. Yeah. And there was the Adam, Jeffrey, Neil again. Sure. But in each of them, there are – well, and Adam is an outlier. That's where I think Mm -hmm. the relationship between sex and love gets really interesting because you go from Jeffrey, who is arguing that you're having sex with me without having any feelings and therefore you're a whore. And then she eventually falls in love with him, which I never supported her on because fuck that guy, but, like, whatever. Um, To Adam – who becomes kind of a regular lover for a little while and he yeah. does love her but he knows from the start that she does not have those feelings towards him but she remains friends with consistently mm-hmm. and so you can see a clear growth from like her buying into jeffrey's kind of like you're a whore because you're only having sex with me not loving me and being very manipulative about it to her being like actually i am just gonna bang this guy because he's hot and I want to. And then eventually coming back to Neil, who she has to, like, forgive in order to have sex with him. Yeah. I mean, that's great that you found that interesting. I simply was like, please stop. I just think it was such an interesting, like... She takes all these different stances on, like, what is sex without love and what is... what are those two things together and it's not necessarily condemning it the whole way through i'm not saying that she's right 100 percent on every Mm -hmm. but like it changes consistently and boy does that woman get around and i respect it sometimes she's raped and that's a different thing but like yeah yeah brutally on page multiple it was just it was so weird like i I don't know. I just don't think that it was that weird in the sense that there are all kinds of like horror and thriller novels that go into all kinds of other violence in gruesome, gory detail. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm also not reading those. Well, so like, but, I'm just I mean, it's just we don't automatically that, condemn those. I mean, I'm saying it's weird to me that like I just this book just didn't make any sense. Fair enough. Like, I just think. Th- it just felt very repetitive and the relationships felt very like flat. See, I had the opposite. I thought that each of those relationships was very distinct. They were distinct. They were different and they functioned differently. Right. But I just didn't buy any of like the emotion in any of it. Well, I mean, she did have three different marriages over the course of many Mm -hmm. years over the course of one book and it had that like epic quality to it so I don't think you were ever going to get the level of depth that you are in a book that is dedicated to only one relationship but I think this is no kind of I mean it's like an epic rather than what we're used to and that's just not my thing sure well but that's what way back to the beginning I think once I real because the the description of this book online is very so vague and it's because how do you describe that book? Um, but I, I think know. once I was past the first few chapters and I realized that 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 it wasn't just like she falls in love and it's like a one rom- romantic relationship and we're done type of situation mm-hmm. and that it was going to be that like saga. I think once I realized that, I was able to shift into like my expectations were very different. Mm-hmm. And then it was just kind of like, you know what? I'm here for the ride. 
I think that was the point when I on Goodreads updated, I'm not built for this, is when I realized that exact same thing. I was like, I'm not built for that. <laughs> and I wasn't. I was broken. <laughs> I was broken by it. You know, I got to give it to her because I have read some wild historical romances. I have read flying machines and rap- rescues from towers after multiple kidnappings. I have read people going all over the world and ending up stranded on islands with penguins. The Windflower, there was like it was a pirate romance. There was a squid in a bucket that was being kept as a pet. Malaria came out of nowhere. Got to love malaria. Uh, Like, I have read some wild-ass historical romances, but this one has got to take the cake. I I read Passion. Yeah. With his cervix-breaching dick. But this one, I was like, I have never read a book that has taken me on as wild of a ride as this one did. And for that, I must doff my cap. I do agree (laughs) that it was so wild. Like, nothing, like, because I, I had two read the summary, and I was like, maybe there's, like, a different summary somewhere. Nope. And no. And I was like, oh, uh-oh. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to write a summary for that book. She was kidnapped by pirates so immediately. There were multiple, like, oh, is Neil dead? No. He's just in the fields with a former child. Sure. Sure. Well, aren't we all former children? I know. To be fair. She was like a fresh form. There was a lot of honey oven and man root. Two of my new favorite. Honey oven is by far my new favorite. Honey oven. Uh, I've like encountered man root before. Honey oven was new. Honey Um, oven was new, just The amount of like small her breasts. There was a lot about her breasts and nipples. Very true. Especially at the very beginning of the book when she was 15, which was a choice. uh, My favorite thing. (laughs) <laughs> in these like older books and even some some uh, i've encountered it in some more recent ones is when they're like her tiny teeth and i'm like is she a little mouse what do nibble, you mean nibble. like everything about her so like including her teeth like including she's just so teeth. tiny i think it's to indicate that she is gonna stick because like when i was little i had giant ass buck teeth and i had to grow yeah. into my teeth so maybe it's to indicate that like this is as it, big as she will get. Yeah, I think it like it's just so funny to me that like they even have to like yeah <laughs> reduce the size like yeah. her cute little small teeth. I'm like, why? I... <laughs> what really that, like, got me uh, was um the part where Dudley was making her essentially play out his daddy fantasies. But yeah, because this is like 15th century England or whatever. He made her call him Papa. <laughs> I couldn't I know he was like basically raping her but I was cackling basically papa papa for some I know those are the same like thing yeah not hot though daddy hot papa horrifying someone with Dudley in their name it's a a great point that's not ever gonna happen it's a great point but like yeah, at that point, my I last just... note out of all of my many notes, which were just things that shocked me, yeah. um, is I don't know why breastfeeding breastfeeding would surprise me now. Oh yeah, I wrote that down. I was like, oh, Caroline's gonna have a good time with that. That's like not the by far. It's one of the most normal things that happens in this book. Yeah. But I was shocked. I was like, breastfeeding. Yeah. This yeah. is after the honey oven. This is after his monster sex. 
which to be clear is about Dom's monster penis, not about literal monster intercourse. And that penis being inserted so violently and ambitiously into his sister. So true. And also notably into her ass, which is how you yeah. know that a guy is a villain is when he's into yeah. ass play. But didn't no, 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 but sorry, also, not but the play. I was gonna say because the one guy like shoved his finger. Sure, up sure, sure. Sodomy specifically. Yeah, because she was like, thing. "You boy lover or boy fucker or boy something or another." Sure. To, to Referencing the, Dudley the guy, the Greek. Yeah. yeah, and then she was like, "But then we, yeah, Greek." And then she was like, "And then they had right." Sex, like she's referencing the uh, pederasty, I think. The like older Greek men yeah. taking young mm-hmm. male lovers to be like fuck you, but the finger up the butt was fine. Mm-hmm. That's not and that was. Khalid. That was the yep, Khalid. Yeah. Um, my f- only quote that I like and will consider getting on a sticker from this book. <laughs> consider the- getting on a sticker <laughs> is it was from Jeffrey. Don't like him. Hate him with a passion. Sure. But I sure is it the same quote from him that I wrote down. I would love to find out. I sure had to rewind and I listened to it again and I was like, I can't believe I'm listening to something again in this book. Um. Look at me, my hot little bitch. I fall in love with you, bitch. (laughs) Mine, same scene, because the quote I wrote down was, I've fallen in love with you, bitch, and I'll not take you like a whore. I've fallen in love with you, bitch, (laughs) is so funny. (laughs) It did. Look at me, my hot little bitch. I've fallen in love with you, bitch. I... Yeah. There's a... If you've ever seen the movie uh, Music and Lyrics, um, it has... uh, what's his name uh hugh grant drew barrymore and there's a scene they were like writing songs and there's a scene where they're like riffing on a song that this like songwriter guy is doing and he's like something about like a hot little witch and like all i could think about was this hot little bitch in that hot little witch song and like and then hugh grant singing it because he had to sing it at one point and like i but like truly though i mean I fall in love with you, bitch. <laughs> it's just so funny. Like, in context, not great. Um, I personally I think it's hilarious in context. Because that's also when he's like, Oh, you're having sex with me without feelings. Yeah. You're I mean, just he was so bad. Whore. And then he it's like, so Well, I'm gonna bad. fuck you like a whore. And she's like, please do not. And then he's like, No, like, she, you know what? I've fallen ever... in love with you, bitch. I'll not take you like a whore. It was just their whole relationship was so weird. This, by the way, was sometime after um Another quote that I wrote down, which is from, I don't know if it's their very first meeting or when they were first getting to know each mm-hmm. other, that little period of time, um, which was, oddly enough, he liked intelligent women. <laughs> and that made me cackle. <laughs> oddly enough. So odd. Oddly enough, he liked intelligent women. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. Sure. That is odd for him, honestly. He also goes from being, like, a terrible guy who sends his wife into the country because she keeps giving him daughters. Yeah. To being, like, if you didn't know that chunk of his past, a, a pretty chill guy. Yeah, I mean, there was the part where she was, like, trying to kind of, I don't know if it was, like, breaking up with him or, like, they were at, like, that, in the room. And then he, like, raped her, basically. I didn't, I mean, by the end, I didn't think by he the ever end, actually she, raped her. By the end, she was into it. But, like, I mean, she, I mean, at least he was, like, being violent about it. Like, oh, I've making her, like, come back to him. Uh, it was in like a, I don't know. 
there was like a point where like I thought she was gonna like leave him. I mean, she was. It was. It was like about... the. It was like the little bit. It was like in that scene. Oh, I don't know. I don't either. So I thought that we were gonna be done with him, and then she just got married to him and loved him. And I was like, oh, oh well, I knew she was gonna marry him. I had, I had read a synopsis, so mm. I was like, oh, cool, nice. That makes sense. To me. I mean, I, who's to say? I mean, I she mean, also married Neil, and Neil definitely raped his first wife. Uh, yeah, I was not a fan of Neil. He no. was not not someone that I liked at all, ever, at any point in the book. I mean, the only character I ever really liked, besides, I will say Sky grew on me by the end. Um, I didn't love her at first. I was a bit irritated with her. After yeah. Algiers was the point at which I was like, okay... I think I could get with it. And then, like, the longer the book went on, the more I liked So by the end, when she was like, I'm going to fuck with Elizabeth, I was like, you know and what? And then at the end, she was like, oh, my revenge is just being feeling sorry for her. She doesn't have this great family like I I mean, like, she did steal a whole bunch of her money. And, yeah, I respected that. But she, then she, she did, like, carry out her vengeance. I'm like, no, just do revenge. Don't go to jail. Well, she did do oh. revenge. And then also got revenge by and not then, being And then after she learned her lesson and she was just going to pity her, and I'm like, what if you, like, killed her? Well, she couldn't kill the Queen of England. I just think she could have. Well, just a little, probably just a not. Little killing. Just, just it a little is bit. the Queen of England. Um, And I think history I would mean, have gone differently if an Irish woman had murdered the Queen of England. I think that's a banger of a book right there. Um, Probably not. Where was I? Wait, yeah. I had a point that I was working towards. What were we talking about? Vengeance. Oh, that's when I liked Sky. The only character mm. other than Sky that I ever really liked was uh, Adam. That giant yeah. guy that she just kind of like had sex with for a while and then was like, yeah, I'll help you rob the Queen of England. And then he it off to his island. I thought it was fun how like all the guys got together and like, <laughs> yeah, like foiled the f- false imprisonment or like, I mean, technically not false because like she, she, she was guilty. Crime. She, she did do the crime. But they kind of like Ocean Eleven it. Yeah. So like, yeah, th- I thought that was funny. Yeah. Like, there were just so many books within this book. Sure. Well, it was like an epic. So. Uh, yeah. And like, it, so like, that happened. And I had a little chuckle. We had ourselves a little chuckle. <laughs> I had a little the queen chuckle. would say. I was like, okay. And then it was immediately ruined by Dudley having his little... I mean, first of all, the whole thing with Elizabeth, I was like, oh, okay. And then she was like, I don't want this man named Dudley or Robert Dudley. And then he was like, you're, you're a bitch. And then um, he goes out in the hall, storms out, almost knocks lettuce, lettuce. I don't know how to say her name besides it's the lettuce. vegetable. Lettuce. Cool. Um. Oh, you didn't do the audiobook? Yeah, I did. Oh. I can't say it. Like, I say lettuce, but then, like, in my head, I'm just saying lettuce, you know? Well, it is lettuce. It sounds like Justine Eyre said a little bit less like lettuce. Well, it's not <laughs> like lettuce. It's, not- it's lettuce. I know. But I guess how I say lettuce, it just sounds like it. So it's just fun <laughs> to be like, ah, uh, he's just having a good time with a green leafy monster. Um, And I was just so, like, so then he's like, oh, I'm so angry. And she's like, but you could just have sex with me instead. And he's like, okay. That that sounds fun, funky fresh. I suspect that it was meant to hint at his real life eventual marriage to Lettuce, which is great. I mean, like you said, like if you're viewing this as like his like romantic historical fiction, I guess. But like I 
don't have the prerequisite knowledge to ever care about someone named Robert Dudley and or Lettuce and their real life well, terrible marriage. And also, I suspect that they will play a role in the second book. I think you should read it. I don't know that I will. I think you should. Um, you almost gave this one fucking five stars. Yeah, but it was less because I actually thought it was good and more out of just respect for the sheer audacity. Also, it made me think about a lot of things. I will say that. It gave me a lot to think about, and it made me, if not shift my views, then at least reevaluate my views on some various things. That's good. It made me want to not think. I immediately watched 10 hours of The Real Housewives of New Jersey. (laughs) I was like, I need to turn off my brain. Like, I just can't imagine getting that manuscript and then, like, being the editor, <laughs> like, I wonder what the first draft, I mean, maybe this was the first draft, and they're like, fuck it, full send. <laughs> and they just did it. Like, I, w- I would be intrigued as to where this thing started and how it was approached. This I mean, wasn't her first book, was it? I don't know. It was written in 1980. Yeah. N- truly not a clue. Um, no, it was not. The Kadeen was in 78. Hmm. Can you imagine just cranking out several, like, I don't know if that was the first. That's just the first one I'm seeing. Books. The problem is, if I'm just, like, on Goodreads looking at her it's hard. It's hard to know. Yeah. A bunch of them are, like, published in 2005. And yeah. I'm like, was it actually, though? Or is it yeah, a re- just re-jacketed? Issue. Yeah. Um, but at the very least, 1978, she had a couple of books come out. Um, so I don't know if there are any before mm-hmm. that, but this was not her first book. Caden, I bet, is how you say it, not Kadeen, now that I'm mm. looking at it. But in my defense, I'm thinking about Khalid, so <laughs> just automatically read it that way. Yeah, I don't know. Sky's Legacy? What's that? Pain and Suffering. Oh, there are more books. Oh, God. There are six Sky's Legacy books. And this one involves King Charles the second. So there's a lot going on here. Color me enthused. <laughs> wow. There is truly so much happening. That's a fact. This one, her granddaughter is the lover of Prince Henry Stuart, the king's only grandson. Titillating. There's a lot going on here. Um, I... Wow. Were you doing any drugs? So, so, imagine if that was asked on the Goodreads. Um, <laughs> were you doing drugs? How many drugs were consumed in the making of this book? I mean, I have to respect her brain. Mine simply I could have not to run screaming from it. <sighs> I think I get it. You know, you are enlightened. I mean, I wouldn't recommend. Here's my thing: I wouldn't just well, recommend this. I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine? Especially not willy-nilly. I think if there yes. was somebody like um, Karen, our username is Miss Made in China, um, and she mm. has a, a podcast as well. But when I had posted some of my like notes to be like, what is going mm-hmm. on in this book? She messaged and was like, what does it say about me that this makes me kind of want to read it? And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I can't recommend it. Someone to comment on Goodreads that too, and I was like, no. I can't recommend like it, people. but... I 
I can tell you it's the wildest bodice ripper I've ever read. You know what I mean? Like, I can't say that you'll like it. But if you want to try it, I'm like, go forth. See what happens. Yeah, I'd be like, no. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Have a good life not having read it. Um, Yeah, I mean, that'd be a wild book to recommend, like, in the wrong circles. (laughs) Can you imagine? I mean, it's like... It is very much what I imagine people who are like, bodice rippers. That's what I imagine they think all romance novels are. Yeah. I mean, I have never read so many women fainting after orgasming. Well, that that's my my lesson is when in doubt, faint. <laughs> or when in doubt, faint it out. Like, just they're fainting in all different circumstances. I forgot about coming up with a lesson. I don't know yeah. what other lesson you could take from this. And that's okay, because I think any other lesson... Fuck Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, the only other one is possess a young nubile body and small breasts. <laughs> Not the nubile body! <laughs> so true. So true. You gotta have like, those, I... those tiny nipples. Yeah, so tiny. She's birthed like ten children at this point. Her small but breasts are so small. <laughs> And I was like, good God. Yeah. I will say it was like, ooh, the pirate queen. And I was like, ooh, she's a pirate. And she was like, not really a pirate. Except for the very end when she was like, again, not really a pirate. But she was in charge of ships. Mm -hmm. And I wanted more pirating. See, it would have been more fun for me if, let's say, like, half the bad things happened to her like at the beginning and then she just went on this like revengeful rampage (laughs) for the second half turned into an actual pirate killed some people had a great time i mean she poisoned some guy that was fun so more of that um like just like causing a ruckus throughout like the second half i mean i think she was too good in a lot of these which like commendable i guess put through the ringer and like so many different things but like Uh she didn't, I don't think she went as hard as she could have. I don't think there were a lot of situations where she could have gone any harder, given her position. No, I mean, given her position, but, like, could have Like, she, she sure did fuck up that one guy's life. Yeah. Well, technically, actually, it was that girl that mm-hmm. was with her that gave him that yeah. poison to make him impotent. But, like, also she sold off all of the stuff and, mm-hmm. like, slipped out of there and was, like, deuces. Um... But I mean, I think she couldn't yeah. do anything to Dudley because Queen's favorite. She couldn't do anything to the Queen because she's the Queen. But she did do something to the Queen. She was like, "What if for years I stole a bunch of money and then redistributed it to the poor, and then instead of confessing, just giving birth to a baby in prison and then eventually walking free because they got nothing." Or she has her men falsify. <laughs> sure, sure, as you do. Which yeah. we all aspire to have an entourage of men who are so uh-huh. dedicated to us that they're like, oh, I found this ship full of rotting bodies. What if we convince them that these were the pirates? <laughs> they just happen to have a ship's log that it happens to say that on this day they robbed a Spanish ship and then went pirating. So... We haven't even touched on the, like, racial stereotypes, and frankly, I don't want to, because 
there's all the there like Moors so and Middle Eastern about and this book, and that's a lot of it. There it was, was not, a lot going on there. Yeah, no, can't say I wanted to read about it, <laughs> let alone talk about it. I was like, oh god, and then like I read the back of that Unconquer book. I was like, oh, I can't imagine that held up <laughs> in many regards. <laughs> Like, oh my god. Like, just reading the bag, I was like, I need to go rinse my eyeballs with some iodine. Get hot water! Get some <laughs> iodine! I love her so much. I love that you knew from that quote. Well, that's why I said iodine. Oh, it's because okay. I always think, get the iodine! <laughs> Lucy from I'm the- I've been kissed by uh, a dog! Lucy from the Peanuts in the Christmas the Christmas special. It was yeah. so specific, That's and you stick. knew so specifically. Oh, oh yeah. We and then there's the other one. Do the uh, mm. I'll give you five good reasons. <laughs> one, one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Those are she, good reasons. She lives in the part of my brain where Lilo and Stitch, Stitch holding the holding Lilo's wrist, Myrtle antagonizing her, coming at her. Stitch is like, no, Lilo, don't be the better person. And then Myrtle comes for her mother. And Stitch is like, hands off, go get her queen. Whips out the camera. Lilo's like, I'm going to pound her. Proceeds to pound her. Stitch is like taking selfies with it. He's taking pictures. So many men in this book. It was like that. I just, everything (laughs) that she did in that show. I was like, you know what? queen i love the peanuts so much and then there's like another christmas one where uh sally is like hockey stick she has to like say hark the herald angel she's like in a play and she's very nervous for it she's like practicing and then charlie's like you're gonna be good and he's like when i get nervous something about like a hockey stick and then she's like on stage she like blacks out and so saying a hark she's like hockey stick and i think about it a lot there's a tweet how often do you think about the roman empire Hockey stick is my Roman Empire. <laughs> Hockey stick is my Roman Empire. Hockey stick. It's giving um the Schmidt quote that's like, yeah. statistically, every American thinks about President Lincoln once a day. <laughs> Hockey stick. <sighs> no great pumpkin. You haven't even touched on that, King. I just want the serenity and the peace of sitting in a pumpkin patch waiting for the great pumpkin with the the youthful vigor and youthful innocence of just knowing and hoping that that great pumpkin's just going to come out. I got a rock. I just there are so many quotable things. I love the peanuts. Mm. I got a rock. God. <laughs> Peppermint patty. Don't call me, sir. I think we do the Christmas special most frequently. Because from that one alone, there are just so many. (laughs) They're my personal favorite and most frequently referenced, if I'm being honest. You didn't answer right away. You didn't answer right away. I know when I've been insulted. I know when I've been insulted. (laughs) My favorite and a gift that I use frequently is uh, when Schroeder (laughs) does like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's it yeah that's it 
<laughs> just like blows him like his entire body just goes spitting in the air oh yes mm. i when we went to the elton john concert i got my mom and me matching shirts that said the bitches back which did take some convincing because my mom was like why would i wear that and i was like mm-hmm. please you know that you don't believe you, in bitch. foul language however please wear this shirt with me um but obviously my dad wasn't gonna wear that because he's mm-hmm. the way that he is um and so instead i found him a t-shirt that was schroeder at his little piano but schroeder was actually a little peanut style elton john and oh, i think i think you put that on social media somewhere. boy did so he get like some compliments it. on that it's shirt. so fun i just think nothing's classier than a peanuts reference <laughs> You know, I played Sally Brown in, um, it wasn't the Charlie, you're a, what's the, you're a, you're a good man, Charlie Brown, whatever yeah. the musical is. Yeah. It wasn't that one. It was technically the sequel to it. Mm. But basically, it was just another Charlie Brown musical. And I played Sally Brown. And I killed it. I just love Sally's commitment to that crush. Yeah. Just and boy, girl. did I commit to that on stage. Same girl. There's the Easter episode where she's like, she goes shopping. And, like, first of all, they use my favorite symphony, Beethoven 7th. Like, they use it to perfection, might I add. Um, it's when, like, Snoopy is having his whole, like, little Woodstock fantasy with their, like, dance with bunnies and stuff. But she's, like, shopping, and she's trying on these shoes. And they're these, like, blue pumps. And she knows she can't walk in them. But she's like, but I could if I just try hard enough. And weren't we all, and still are... <laughs> People who think we can walk in shoes we shouldn't be walking in <laughs> because we're just so uncoordinated. And it was just so funny. Just like one, it was just such an appealing like look of like the shopping mall. Like I just want to live in there. And then like two, she just really committed to making a fool of herself in that shopping mall. It was so it's I, We watched like seasonally like all of them, oh, like okay. all the different ones. Uh, we. I feel like the Christmas one. Put on the put on the Halloween really or not the Halloween the the Easter one every now and then. It's a good it's a good one. I mean, yeah. I just whatever the one is where she's writing a letter to Santa. And yeah, I think that that's like the her real estate. Because um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's so funny, and Charlie Brown is like, "What do you mean?" And she's like, "Or just send cash." <laughs> I was like, "She's so me." I usually identify with Lucy. Yeah, but sometimes Sally comes out with some bangers. Mm-hmm. Gotta shout out my girl Marcy too. She's hilarious. And Peppermint Patty. My I girl just... Marcy. <laughs> I just they're okay. They just there's something so relatable about that show. Cause every now and then you're like, Yeah, I am Charlie Brown. I'm oh, Char- my dad is Charlie Brown. He's the most <laughs> Charlie Brown person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> just feel so bad yeah. for that bald little boy. <laughs> <laughs> isn't there all bald little boy. a small bald little boy inside of us <laughs> that's a quote from something else i don't think that it is within every girl there's a boy it's from she's the man oh <laughs> well in sky o'malley's case there usually was and only sometimes was it by choice small child and they were grown-ass men only at the very God. beginning she was young for a lot of that i mean a lot of that book felt by the time she got to algiers she was like 19 or something (laughs) so seasoned (laughs) well at least she wasn't 15 (laughs) and her stepmother was 13 so i guess yeah slay anne yeah i would have liked more on anne she was a compelling random 
Uh, I wanted I more of Eileen personally. We got her at the beginning, and then we got her again at the end. Yeah, uh, the she end. had some fun. I didn't like her much at the beginning, but I liked her at the end. Oh, I thought she was a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you were a badder bitch, you could have just. I don't know. Well, again, not. she was like a nun. She wasn't all powerful. She was a woman she in the fifteenth century in Europe. She could have been the work of fiction in my heart. But it's like semi-realistic fiction. I mean, I just... If anything, mm. I feel like one of the major points was to show the plight of women. And I felt it. Plight was felt. Look at all the plight, kids. So much plight. <laughs> plight. Upon plight. More plight. Plight squared. A dish of plight. Plight is a garnish. <laughs> a big plate of plight. Smell a little helping a plate. Mm-hmm. More plate. I just. Are, okay, are you done with the, the bit? Yeah. Not a, yeah. A, an extra heaping spoonful of plate. Perhaps a little after dinner plate just to top you off. <laughs> I'm full. <laughs> just a way for thin. A way for thin mint. Of plate. Wafer thin. Or girthy. There's some girthy plate. There was some girthy plight. There was that. Mm -hmm. Let's revisit my notes. What else was there? Honey oven. We covered that. Incredibly specific amnesia. I'm just coming back to I've fallen in love with you, bitch. I've fallen in love with you, bitch is a good one. I... I really feel like we covered them all. You know, I thought we started off really wild with the legal cuckolding thing, which apparently, according to some reviews I read, is not a real historical thing. It's just a thing that has been used in fiction like that. Um, so that couldn't really have happened. However, I was still like, wow. This man showed up and said, I will be taking your wife's virginity on her wedding night. Or I'll yeah, kill you. Wild. And I thought I mean, that I was thought already wild. I thought he was just going to like steal her away. Sure. At the end of that book, or by the end of that book, rather, that didn't even rank on the wild. Yeah, that that, that didn't phase me so much. I was like, okay, cool. At least it's with him. At that point, sure, I was sure. like, okay, he's at least better than the Dom or whatever that guy's name was. Sure. Um. So like, I was like, okay, and then like, he got. Oh wait, another quote. I did. I did like. Uh, tap lightly on the head, rendering him unconscious. <laughs> I just love how they were like, yeah, he was tapped lightly on the head and he's unconscious <laughs> and can't. Yeah. Um, that was wild. I'm like, dude, you could have really like just went and found her father. You you were like you could have well, he couldn't though. I know because he was Anne in, was with in the labor. Wife. But I'm like, dude, do something. Um if he he's had like a, literally a belated there. speak now moment, but alas. So belated and so wild. But he he, sp- he spoke. He did. Yeah. He spake. Um, so that was great. I mean, I think the capstone, the pinnacle of this book, was when she was like, man, this is, like, my husband's trash, but, like, his sister just really fucking sucks. And then I was like, no, we're not going there, are we? Because she was like, I, I did that too. I was like, no, because 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 she was like, where is Dom? He hasn't wanted to have sex with me. Like, I'm happy about it, but where is he? And then she's like, I haven't seen Claire. And then I was like, no, 
I was like, no. Like, no. And I was like, no. And again, I was like, no. God, no, please. What happened? Just the most... I mean... Incest. Full frontal, fully fledged. <laughs> well, fully, technically, fully strictly speaking, it was from the back. I mean, that's also... I mean, there were mul- multiple things that happened in that scene. Sure. Um, well, and then they both raped her. So, yeah, you have that on top of it. That's one of the things. Yep. That was the thing that was done. Um, I do think it was interesting later when she has this, like, very specific amnesia and can recall her name uh, and how yeah. to speak languages and stuff, but literally nothing else. I did find it kind of fascinating that there was this idea of, like, being able to learn sexual pleasure, but even though she has this amnesia, she still mm-hmm. had that trauma response. Yeah. Like, she doesn't remember why, but she's mm-hmm. like, nope, don't, I don't like that. And I do, and even it was like not being touched by another woman, but also that, like, the knowing attitude of the mm-hmm. eunuch was off putting yeah. to her to the point where she was like, nope, I don't know why, but no. Mm-hmm. What an experience. Yeah. You know, when you get amnesia and end up in a harem being trained to be a concubine thankfully no but then you're so like your bod is just so banging that the guy in charge is like oh, i'm actually gonna wipe you up i was like even amnesia is ruined <laughs> i was like wow this is a bad day for people named hannah from minnesota <laughs> I was like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, actually, amnesia makes this actively worse for me. I was like, what is this? What is this matrix? What is this twilight zone I have entered? I was like, please, God, girl, remember your memory. Like, just please. And it lasted so long. And I was like, no. No. Just the fact that she was like popping out babies, like incrementally throughout this book. Two of them and her husband die. I mean, she just the trail of dead husband. I mean, she does make a joke about it at one point, yeah. where he she's like, like oh "Are God. you sure?" Because like <laughs> previous husbands did not fare well. <laughs> I'm just like. That's why it was just such a weird book because, like, you had the real historical figures and then you had just, like, whack-ass, like, like things. Ha- and it was just so hard for me to, like, reconcile. You just got to be there for the vibe. All that happened. And then, she's, and, then, and then she's still trying to, like, say that, oh, yeah, but these people were real. So, like, nothing crazy can happen to them. That would be historically inaccurate. <laughs> and this stuff maybe wasn't historically inaccurate. I don't know. I wasn't there. Thank God. I mean, there was a My, lot of dedication to, to food and clothes. She yeah. researched nothing else. She researched the hell out of the food and the clothes. Mm-hmm. Again, something I genuinely, generally, and genuinely don't... <laughs> well, food is different than clothes. Clothes I could get... Like, I don't care about. Um, 
food is food is interesting. I mean, food back then doesn't quite appeal to me. It scares me more so. Um, but yeah, she loved her her. I mean, I think a lot of it. I mean, she went really overboard. I think sometimes with it, but I think a lot of it is to be period indicators. Yeah. Because once you get into like he's wearing red striped hose with like these this doublet, I'm like, okay, I know. I may not know what year we're in, but I I know the vibes. I know that I'm uncomfortable. I was not uncomfortable with hose and doublets. I what kind know. of a Shakespeare girly would I be? That's so true. That is so true. Earlier I today, my dad made a joke about using the word wherefore. And then was like, and because you are well-educated, you know Mm -hmm. that wherefore actually means why. And I didn't say it because I was in the middle of doing something. But in my head, I was like, it's not that I'm well-educated and that's why I know that. It's that I'm pretentious and I need to know things that make me look smarter than everyone else. So I locked in at a very young age that wherefore in the context of Romeo and Juliet is why. And that was my trump card. I'm smarter than all of you. She's on the playground going up to little kids being like, hey, I'll give you $10 if you tell me what wherefore means. No, but I was in the sixth grade carrying around a leather-bound volume of the complete works of William Shakespeare for my free reading time. Were you ripped? (laughs) No, I should have been, (laughs) honestly. It was heavy as hell. It was heavy. It hurt my shoulder real bad. (laughs) She is (laughs) just a jacked sixth grader. They're like just one just arm. Go to the gym. It, just, it was just one arm. Like, do you just like work out all the time? No, I do a lot of reading. I just carry my leather bound lifetime works of William the Bard Shakespeare, uh, <laughs> Willie B. Um, that is so funny. That <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I had a good old Trapper Keeper. It wasn't filled with Shakespeare, though. No. It's unfortunate. I no. learned oh, some of my favorite dirty jokes come from Shakespeare. He is he is funny. I, that's why I like um, Tessa Dare's The Duchess Deal isn't my favorite of her books. It doesn't even rank in like my top five. But I sure do love Ash and his Shakespearean insults. Just like they get progressively like wackier as that series goes on, he's just like in the background, cursing out little lamb in full Shakespearean legality. I don't know. Um, what a guy! What a guy! Also a weird vigilante shows up and he is. I always forget that part of the room. I forget it every time. I mean, he literally just, like, shows up in that man's room, makes the dude pee himself. It's like, mission accomplished. I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> he has a little youth. He's a street youth next to him. Youths! Like youths! He's got his little youth. He's got a lot going on. There's a lot going on in that book. As there should be. Too true. Too mm. true. Oh. Okay. Oh. I have nothing left. Yeah. Nothing left to I am give. An, I'm an empty well. <laughs> I am in a drought. Well, you just gotta get through Never Cross a Highlander. Yeah, yeah, I do. 
fill that like, well right back up. That is so true. And then I, I got the audiobook on Neck Alley for a, the noble, a Nobleman's Guide to Seducing a Scoundrel, which I've already read and I loved that book. And like, it's the same narrator as book one, so like not my favorite narrator, but like, I feel like he made do it a little bit more for me in this one than the first one. I w- just wasn't a fan of how he did um Joss's voice, I think. Um, but God, that book was so good. So I might just have to like reread that one. Like that's the like kooky that I like. That book was so good. Mm. I have a mm. I have a Jeannie Lynn audiobook that I got mm. that I'm excited for. Is the Sherry Thomas. Mm-hmm. Is Which, that book one in a series, or is there I think other it is. books before it? Um, That's good. It's although good I'm it's not, beguiling the beauty, if you weren't aware. Yeah, if you are not a part of my Fable book club, rip your own body. What are you doing? Well, I mean, I get it. Uh, but if you, I don't, if you are interested in joining, uh, it it is number one in the Fitzhugh trilogy. Um, cool. Ah, Ravishing the Heiress is number two. Okay, because you hear about okay. her. Like, I remember he, you kind of hear about the character mm-hmm. in Beguiling the Beauty in, like, the background of flashbacks and things, but you never quite know what's going on. Gotcha. So, that's probably why. Um, but yes, you can find the Fable Book Club in, I mean, if you go to l- my link, there's mm-hmm. a link in my, like, whatchamacallit, link tree type thing. Stacks on, stacks on, stacks on, stacks. Yeah. So, um... That'll be a fun It's like a read at your own pace book club. Mm-hmm. And we do a new historical romance every month. And you just put your thought like you, you put them in like the chapter and you just vibe. You just vibe. That's it. It's like the lowest commitment. There's no like meeting or anything to discuss. You just take your notes and respond as you go. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a good way to cross some things off the old TBR. Yeah, that's kind of how I've been doing it and then we oh, like well, this, this last election you had i was like i don't, I mean i voted for i think ravishing the arrows because i'm like well i might as well like read or not ravish the the guy in the yeah, duty because yeah. then i was like it's sherry thomas like that seems like a fun time but there were like all of them i was like how do you I even choose yeah that i try to choice. just i mean sometimes there's a theme but generally i will just well like the, the last month i was they were all scottish mm-hmm. um and then I'm pretty – oh, one month they were, like, all fairy tale related because I was trying to read yeah. more of those. So, basically, it's me going into my Goodreads Want to Read shelf and just pulling four that I'm, like, I mm-hmm. would be down to read these. Mm-hmm. I do sometimes – I'll do, like, one old school and or, like, try to vary – have, like, an old yeah. school option and one that's newer and mm-hmm. – but it's pretty much just based on vibes. But I love Ravishing the Eris, so – We'll see about this one. So between that, yeah. I downloaded something else too that I was like, "Ooh, I just got the new Megan Frampton on that galley." Oh, I downloaded uh, "Notorious Pleasures and Scandalous Desires" because Ooh. "Scandalous Desires" is technically a pirate. Romance. Oh, that's Elizabeth Hoyt. Yep, but it's number three, oh. and you know how just- I am about series. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed number two. Uh, just know that in the pirate one, the audiobook is fucked up. Hell like, yeah. you will get to a sex scene, and then, like, she's, I, like, stroking yeah, his dick. Yeah, I talking about this. Yeah, she's, like, stroking his dick. And then, literally, it, like, the next, like, sentence is, they were fast asleep. And he was, like, still inside her. I was like, what? I'm like, what do you mean? 
what do you mean? I was like, did she, did she give me close to her? And then, and then I kept, and then, and then I like got my physical copy because I was like, ah, this is unacceptable. And then I like read the scene and I was like, oh, well, that was just omitted. I was like, what the hell happened? I was like, censored in this house. Um, And then it came up and then like, he has like a whole letter that he reads that like happened uh, wildly out of order. And then like the random sex scene was like inserted like a percentage later. Like it was just so out of order. And I'm just like, how is this? never been fixed it's been out for so, like oh, 10 years who knows i don't know i i was so confused i was like i was so ready for the sex scene too and then i was like huh it was bonkers that was a good book yeah so i still enjoy i really enjoyed book one wicked intentions mm-hmm. it, it went a lot harder than i thought it was gonna go i liked it a lot I mean, it it does have one of my favorite historical romance tropes, which is man I'm who so is wicked. well. There's that, but the man who is so notorious for being exactly like, like I'm so yeah. And then it's just like I mean, this one at least had the authenticity of people were getting murdered in that style. True, so true. <laughs> and so, well, and also he was like touch averse, so there was that yeah. element of it. Yeah, that was part that, that he was, was unique like, as well. Oh, I'm so horrible, and I like to have sex. In- yeah deeply perverse ways was just him being into like bondage and blindfolding hilarious i eat it up every time and i just i really loved him it's like at the end st vincent that was funny he said oh a wife could never give me what i want and then proceeded to tie her up once the best slump breaker or not even slump breaker just like boringness breaker was reading the raven elves over again um Although, for the record, that scene was very hot. Using her corset laces to tie her arms behind her back. Banger. I think I upped my rating on that one to five stars. I think I gave it four at the beginning. I do. There was a lot. There are some very romantic quotes in that one. When he thought she was dying, I I loved that. I love a good character thinks the other one's dying. That was fun. That's a fun book. Um... Yeah, you. There's a line about like how he notices she really does walk in circles, and very early on, mm-hmm. by the way, they don't know each other very well yet. Uh, and he has a thought about like wanting her circles to always lead back to him. He's such a simp. I noticed Gabriel. how much of a simp he was. Such a, from like, the get go. Yeah, yeah. Like I think because I, I was like when I listened to it the first time, like it just didn't hit as hard. Same thing with a uh, book one, mm. Cold Hearted Rake, but um. Like, I was paying more attention this time, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, why do, like, so many people like this? And then I was, like, really trying to pay attention. I was like, oh. Because he's just, he's, like, so down for her. Like, he he does not care. He's like, yeah. He basically also just doesn't have a personality outside of and that, being it was in love so, with his like, And that's why it was, like, such a weird book. Because I'm like, only Lisa Kleypas could do this so well. Yeah. That, like, shit still happened. Yeah. And it was, like, you have random, like irish smuggling yeah. that like it it was just i think it was irish i think i think so too i think yeah. it had to do with the rebellion yeah um like it i was it was oh yeah. that was a good one. Oh, now i'm in the mood to read lisa claypist i w- do 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 no it. i'm gonna read Jeannie lynn okay i will do that and then and it's gonna be dabble great. dabble in the lk that novella Hit. This is I'm the one I'm reading is from the series I had already started, mm. not from that series, mm-hmm. but I do want to read that series as well. This one, he's like the bad guy in the first book. He's like a warlord oh, and she's like 
the head or used to be a mm-hmm. head like concubine and now just like but but we met her too listen mm-hmm. i'm excited i do love a good villain in one book turned um hero yeah yeah outrageous by minerva spencer there are like two like i think they may be independently published by kerrigan burn she writes some wild things <laughs> um I don't know if they're indie, but I don't know. They have audiobooks, so. Um, Seducing a Scoundrel is like, they're, it's like the good girls, but on, on Goodreads, it's very confusing, like, how they all connect. Uh, but, like, there were, like, two brothers who were technically the villains, and then they both get a book. Um, that's a, that is also a wild series. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, oh, yeah, I was looking at my neck alley. Um, Who I also have, Dana sent me um, Lady Charlotte Always Gets Her Man, I want to say. It's, uh, they just... Is that that fun illustrated cover one? Yeah. Nice. I think it's a mystery. Yeah, I have Never Wager with a Wallflower by Virginia Heath. And I've been putting it off because I want to reread at least book two. um, Because I love, I love that book. I love the audiobook. Like the narrator did such a good job. Um, but, like, I haven't, like, had the time to, like, reread that, so I'm, like, edging up. I have The Catch by Amy Lee, and I'm so excited for that. So ready. Betting on You by Lynn Painter. Her yeah. Adventures in Temptation. I saw a bunch of contemporaries I need to read, because, like, I started yeah. the, uh, Rajes, the, like, mm. the, the, the uh, Pride, Prejudice, and Other Flavors mm-hmm. is the first one, and, like, mixed feelings on that one but i've heard the rest of the books in the series are better mm-hmm. than the first one and also like i enjoyed it like i mm-hmm. i would like to read the rest of the books so i have like the other three books in that series and then i have the second um alexis daria i read you had me at ola uh-huh i so i want to read i think you gave that, that did you give that with like three i, I really like that book yeah i didn't uh yeah it, the production side of it bothered me mm. a lot and maybe that's the theater major in me, which I realize theater mm. and film are different, but there were, like, certain things that I just didn't get, and then the conflict didn't do it for me. Mm. Honestly, most of the relationship didn't do it for me. So I was like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I liked the writing style. And I've heard most mm-hmm. people prefer the second to the first. So I, I think I liked book one better, but the, the second was still really good. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that's why so many things end up on my tbrs because they're like in series and i'm like but if i read one and didn't like immediately read the next ones unless i like severely hate it um so then i'm like but i could just wait because i don't have time for like all those books like, i don't want to get that committed and then it's a whole rabbit hole and i just end up rereading things <sighs> pain yeah oh gosh well the slump yeah. do be slumping but on the plus side, there's no race this weekend, so at least I have more time. Yeah, I know. I've got books all over my room that need to be on a shelf because I got like I added some more bookshelves, so those are like filled up by like author, which is nice. So then I'm like, well, why not just alphabetize everything else? And I'm waiting for the weekend, so I'm just in a state of chaos right now. I'm like, I should have taken a picture for Bookstagram before I tore apart my shelves. So now I'm just like, well, sucks to suck. Rip. So we shall see what I do. Because 
Truly, I don't know. Uh, no, not my mind. <sighs> okay. Well, when in doubt, faint. <laughs> that that's all I got. I have nothing to add to that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, mm. tune in next week for something. Yeah, our next episode is gonna be fun. Teehee. So, trust us. I agree. Or don't. And just fuck around and I, find out. That's so true. <laughs> I mean, at this point, like, we are two wolves living inside you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. We represent no, the no, two no. wolves. <laughs> just leave it at that. We are the two wolves inside you. <laughs> inside every woman is a man. <laughs> Inside everyone is a small bald boy. <laughs> Inside each of you live the two wolves that are us. <laughs> we hot bitches. <laughs> we fall in love with you. My little hot bitches. <laughs> wow. These wolves, man. They're crazy. They I are. Don't know. Okay, bye. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done talking. Ow, ow, ow! Don't. <laughs>